0: hello everybody welcome back to another episode of a pill for the blues where we talk about a couple of tunes look for the hues and as always give our reviews
1: i'm raisa and i'm Adiba, and in today's episode we'll be looking to answer the question how broken is the indian education system
0: so today's episode is going to be a little different we've been wanting to talk to you guys about pressing and real issues that have been burdening us personally Yes, we'll be doing an in depth study, (laughs) no pun intended, (laughs) uh, on the education system in India and what it's like for the majority of the population to go through it. Um,
1: So, I'm sure we can all relate to this that as a student, we went to school seven hours a day, six days a week. We probably spent more time with our friends and teachers than we did with our family. And, you know, not only were we expected to keep up with our notes and assignments but we also had to maintain some sort of a social life um, and on top of that we are constantly reminded by our parents guardians guardians, and teachers that we're supposed to grow up and make something out of ourselves i mean i i know i know when i say this but most most indians have this preconceived notion that their child needs to take up a career which would benefit them You know, something like an engineer, a doctor, a lawyer. Okay, now it has become a norm for students to take up careers like uh, publicists and photographers and models and stuff. But I'm sure there are still people out there who have such, you know, stereotypical expectations from their kids. So,
0: you're absolutely right. That is in fact the crux of the education system. It, It works like any other industry. The education system, you know, it's a place that develops future adults and they should absolutely be aware of the repercussions of, you know, their capitalism. Ideas that we are putting before you guys, Is this is absolutely statistics-backed facts that 28 students per day lose their lives over the complexity that is the education system. You know, let's look at the system closely. The system hasn't changed in about 400 years since the Britishers have left. Whatever ideas that they had in their countries back then, they brought that to our country and we readily adapted them even after they've left. So 400 years, the system has remained the cha- uh, remained the same. But of course, you know, um, the curriculum has changed. Even that is outdated. But still, we uh, incorporated our history and uh, um, our contributions um, to whatever, the education um, and everything. So uh and and, uh, the system back then it was set to be a very follow instruction type where you need to raise your hand to answer a question so this is a very laid down factory made system where uh, you're taught to obey rules so uh, this is where it makes uh, it makes it easier to increase productivity by curbing creativity so that's what the system is meant to do So now we're only looking at things from like a private school's perspective, but you know, majority of the students to be specific, like 65.2% students in India attend public schools.
1: Actually, a big chunk of the population of our country, when I mean, it comes to students, uh, to talk about public schools in particular, um, I believe that there are supposed to be two types of public schools in India. First, the, the common ones, you know, the ones that come to your mind when we say public schools, are the ones that are by the owned by the funded by the government. Okay, and they are built under something called the SSA or the Sarva Shiksha Abhyan. Okay, these schools are usually present in villages and they're often affiliated to CBSE um, like Telepublic Public School that is run by the Telepublic Public Society.
0: But first we want to talk about the former. The schools that attract children for midday meals. These meals are of subpar quality and the ingredients that are used to create these meals are basically expired. Right, and they have like living insects in them and they use this quality To save some of the bucks and that money is going directly into the people who run these schools, right? And of of all the teachers who are applying for a job, whoever accepts the least pay, they're hired. So the teachers who work for the least pay are hired and the quality of the teaching is directly
1: proportional to their pay. So that's sometimes I don't even think they know how to read properly. And to think about the children who attend these schools, not to get an education, but to simply fill their stomachs. That's so sad. Yeah.
0: You know, with this common lack of interest in teaching and the students in learning, at this time, we need to look at the conditions at home as well. So even if the government gives these students scholarships to go to the school because they can't afford it, uh, the parents usually, because of... um, Low cash supply and the low funds, um, they use that scholarship money to buy supplies for the house instead of getting them stationery and things that they need to uh, further their education. So, if you live in a systemic poverty and are literate your entire life, and there are generations of um, people in your family that are are illiterate, you don't really realize the importance of education because you've survived till now without education. So it doesn't really matter if you get it. So the child's education stems both from uh, the school and from the home and the family shifts from looking after their children's learning to earning food and filling their stomach. So this system and construction is what keeps people in basically the same socio-economic position as their grandparents and so on so there's no advancement and and the schools even if these kids uh, religiously go to these schools sit through the classes it does not really produce the desired outcome for the children you know they do not continue education after the age of 14 they just do it because of the compulsion and and they don't do it because they believe that they don't have the potential or there's no need to continue because the family hasn't really benefited from
1: going to school. It's actually so sad when you think about it when there's so much population out there in our country who has so much potential but uh, their options are very limited. So the question that arises is what if there is a system that addresses almost all of these issues, right? Like the quality of teachers, focus on students, the socio-economic issues and corruption. Well, to answer to that, uh, guess what there is? It's actually called the private schooling system. Logically, it's supposed to be perfect, but in reality, it exposes the system for, for what it is. It's completely damaged, to be honest. Almost 80 million students in India attend private schools, and it is the same as almost saying 80 million illiterate students are uneducated. It's just so sad.
0: Yeah, that is so sad when you think about it, dude. Absolutely, you're right. You know, the problem with this system is its prioritization you know everyone who attends or runs these schools they understand the value of education but the word education the word in itself is you know very misunderstood the word that we're actually looking for is status you know now i'm not saying that education is a luxury or it is fancy no it is absolutely a basic human right But the word education now entails something different. You know, better the results, the better the society values you. That's the pretense that we have right now.
1: That's true because education usually means the knowledge you gain from the process of teaching and learning. So whatever you're taught, you learn it. But now education means the capacity and the rate at which the given material can be memorized. So if you're given something, you learn it and then you throw it up. That's what basically the system is working these days. And where marks mattered the most, from colleges to universities to even applying for a job, initially, all of that requires marks. And by judging students on their grades, is just simply unfair, honestly. There are times when bright students do not qualify for programs just because of their so-called bad grades.
0: Yes, you're right, absolutely. That's 100% correct, dude. But to be honest, with increased supply and less demand, There needs to be a basis on which they can be
1: screened, right? Right, but the basis in itself has been unequal, you know, it covers five to six subjects that supposedly contain a person's entire skill set. I mean, how many talented people miss the criteria for qualification because of their class 10th or 12th CGPA? The material that we're actually learning is subjected to the exam that is taken on it. Um, except for few, most of the students forget everything that they have memorized and hence the topic itself. Uh, because their education is, and no pun intended in this, subjected to the information that will get them to the score marks you know the concept in itself remains so foreign and this repeats every single time that they can take an exam so there's practically no change in it it's the same process repeating over and over again
0: yeah you're absolutely right it's so mind-numbingly tedious if you think about it this system has remained this way for so long and it has not even changed Because that's what the students, the school, the teachers, the parents, the colleges and the society uses as a benchmark for success. And hence, respect. The quality of an institute is measured in the ranks that its students have achieved, right? So they have every incentive to back this behavior. And as I've said before, it is an industry like any other so to increase returns they have like you know like 45 to 50 students in one class and like they have one teacher focusing on those six students who are able to help themselves almost completely ignoring or like acknowledging the not so strong performers only to ensure that they pla- pass the class just to save her nose so if we if we diverge into the mental health aspects of this This will be an entire episode in itself. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, You know, this is just one angle on how the education system is failing. The second and also one of the most ridiculous one is the discrimination among students. In a school, can you believe that? The school obsesses over looks and behavior and conduct of girls. And they're comparatively lose ramifications for the guys for the same exact things
1: that's absolutely true i mean to think about it when schools you know give attention to a student's appearance more than their education or what they're learning it just makes you wonder what is really going on in their mindsets i mean um, i remember when we were in school um, instead of teaching the guys the value of respecting a woman no matter what they're wearing or whatever they're doing, girls were taught to dress appropriately because you never know what may happen to you. You know, sometimes teachers forget that when you start applying unnecessary restrictions on students, most of the time students will probably rebel and go against it. And you know, when these such values are being taught to girls, they, you know, and they're held accountable for influencing guys, it's just completely unfair on so many terms. And in a way, it doesn't even matter because whatever happens, happens and there's no way you can control it.
0: Yeah, this is a tale as old as time. I definitely remember. I remember this from our school itself. So it's not surprising to know that this is the condition of you know all of the schools in India and like most countries. But addressing the problems that the education system brings in itself, it does have um, one particular solution, the international boards. Wait, to be honest, India does have international boards like IB and IGCSE that pro- focus on programs that encourage both personal and academic achievements, but, but they come only with a money bag.
1: Yeah, that's true. But with a dominating rural population in India, I think it's absolutely inaccessible or even if it is, it is not suitable. As you know, very few universities in India accept these students. But if people have dreams of living a foreign life, or taking up these international boards is going to be perfect for you, I guess.
0: Yeah, that's a logical point. Yeah, that's true. So all of these have drawbacks, but I I do wanna know your experience because you've studied in an IGCSE board as well as a CBSE board. So what did you think about it? Like uh, your experience from both of those boards how
1: different was it so i did my 10th grade from IGCSE, and for for those of you who don't know what that stands for it's basically the international general general certificate for secondary education and it's given by the university of cambridge and i think it was one of the best decisions that i had ever made because i was finally understanding the things i was learning and um, to some extent it was actually applicable to real life and uh, the science was surely of a higher level but somehow i think it definitely made me feel more smarter and Although it had a lot of advantages to it, but it also came with a lot of cons because right after I finished my 10th grade I had to switch back to CBSE. And it took me quite some time to get used to the method of teaching the syllabus plus international boards, uh, mind you, don't help you clear the very, very difficult competitive exams in India. So getting admissions in college with an international board for your 11th and 12th is a little bit tricky.
0: You know, bottom line, I'm actually glad that you shifted back to CBSE because I was in that class yes yeah i'm pretty sure that's the best thing that has ever happened to you so uh-huh. <laughs> i'm just kidding um let's uh, get back on track so uh, but how uh, that sounds incredible dude to be honest what you've described is what i want in an education system but of course um how how do we incorp- incorporate this into the existing boards and how can it be made made feasible and more doable
1: i'm not really sure what new aspects we can add to the existing system but what i know is that we need a balance between what has been going on and what are the new, what are some of the new ideas that we can you know totally pitch in but i know this one thing that a lot of new a lot of schools these days are approaching student education through a different system like you know they're trying to teach students they're trying to educate students through the medium of art um, especially since the lockdown has begun, I feel like it has given schools and colleges an opportunity to think outside the box, so that they can they can approach students uh, and have and make them have access to classrooms by by allowing by allowing them to be at home. Um, now that the education system is entering the new technological world, and I think the shift in this paradigm is definitely going to be interesting.
0: Oh, one hundred percent! I agree with it totally because you know anyone can pick up a textbook and read from it and gain information but it's very important to understand the concept as well like you've mentioned before so to give like real life examples we need videos on the topics to make it more visual like i've uh, heard it from a lot of students uh, that said that it would be more engaging if they had um, visual effects when they're studying, if the topic in itself could branch out a bit more from what is being mentioned in the given material. So that would be really interesting to see uh, what the new technological advancements bring, um, like machine learning and deep learning. And all of this is being incorporated and uh, um, it's changing the education system right now. And I totally want to see where it's heading.
1: Yeah, I think it's definitely going to be Uh, interesting to see what are the new ways the education system is going to change and how it's going to adapt to the changing environment
0: exactly and uh, yeah this is something that has been on our mind for the longest times like we've said before and it's it's been really great to share it with you guys because um, I'm sure you can relate as well of course almost all of us have gone to a school at some point so yeah Uh, this is what we wanted to say and uh, this week we have a very interesting recommendation for you guys so the movie that we're going to suggest today is what was it Are
1: how can you forget it so easily bro it's hindi medium
0: ah right 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 um the movie is called Hindi Medium. It's, uh, it's a Bollywood movie. And I think it's one of the best movies that I've uh, watched in the longest time. Yes, definitely. It's definitely hira- hilarious. And um, uh, coming from Delhi, it was a little close to home. So <laughs> um, I just use any opportunity to uh, reminisce <laughs> about my time in Delhi. But yeah, so it's close to home and it's a beautiful story. And I, I don't want to give uh, much away. Uh, I always do that. I always do that. I go a bit too far and end up spoiling the movie. Uh, but this time I'm trying to have a grip. I'll control myself. So, yeah, it's, it's a very beautiful story about uh, parents trying to get their daughter into elite schools, elite private schools in Delhi. Yeah, exactly. So, I think you'll enjoy that a lot
1: so that's it for this episode uh, you guys um, we've been wanting to share this with you for a while now and i'm glad we got an opportunity to share it with you mm-hmm. and if you have anything to add on or have any other suggestions or uh, any other points that we might have missed out and would want you would want us to know you can always dm us at our instagram page at bill for the blues
0: so yeah guys uh, so if you want to uh, give us a couple more topics grilling topics that you want us to talk about anything that you're interested in so send it our way uh, again repeating adiba at pill for the blues uh, is our instagram handle you can find us on twitter and on facebook as well so yeah it's it's happy to sit down with you guys again have an incredible day or night depends on when you're listening to this so see you again next saturday
1: that's it for today bye
0: bye